Is this thing on? I can never get enough volume. That is exactly right. It's about darn time. And by the time this thing is over, we're going to need some Valium. Hey, I'm the nurse. I have to have a medication in there. Listen. You say that like I, I have. Oh, my Lord. Is that, correct. That is, correct. Wow. Correct. What was that? I reached for that joke. Somebody over there was. have to represent the nurses. Yes. Ah, yes. That's exactly yes. right. We got, so we finally got Kane back. It was, it was wonderful to have somebody to, you know, the wingman once again to, mm-hmm. to fill in the opening, whatever that is. Uh, we got Kane and Mariah. <laughs> Man, I got notes and I'm stammering this bad. What it's is wrong right. with me? But we just got to get on fire here. Oh, You're just geez. a little ember right now. On fire for Jesus, man. Preach it, brother. Preach it. Who's that? All right, we got Kaden and Mariah here tonight. Uh, Missy, you're also here. I am. And, uh, which is nice because your schedule is getting more hectic. Oh, not, not I'm you. a busy woman. I am in woman. high demand. And tonight we have another guest. We have Nicole Munson. How you doing, Nicole? Oh, Ooh, man. See, I stuttered the name. What? Sorry. How you doing, Nicole? Let me try it again. <laughs> <laughs> doing well. Nervous, but well. Doing. You're nervous. Don't yeah. don't yeah. feel nervous. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, be yeah we. <laughs> I do get nervous around Kanan, but it's for a completely different reason. <laughs> He's worried. <laughs> He's afraid to pick up the soap. <laughs> don't act like you don't enjoy it. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, Lord. Uh, it's all it's all a cover. He's trying to, you know, but uh in the uh behind closed doors he's asking, you know, hey, when's our next meetup? He's yeah. like, <laughs> no, he's, he's uh, wanting to be the big spoon next time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do you gotta change it up sometimes. Oh man. Uh, he's tired of being the little spoon. Uh, little spoon. Little spoon. <laughs> That's our nickname from now on. Little spoon. Little spoon. Big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We are really going to be hated uh, by the CHM after tonight. <laughs> I do not care. Uh, yeah. I do yeah, not they care. Don't, they don't hate us already. <laughs> they already hate us. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, you want to start um, jumping well, first into of all, it, was, it was just election day. We tried to do this earlier, yeah. two days ago, and uh, I was going to mention we was going to record it on election day. Right. And everybody was, you know, spazzing out and... uh I, I was just curious, do, do any of you guys get as uptight about election day as like, you know, my coworkers do, or I don't get as much anymore, but I used to, I think I get more excited about the presidential ones, but like the, yeah. the ones I really should get excited about, like, cause you know, the home state is when like the big election this stuff's going on because mm-hmm. that's when it really, really yeah. matters. Um, yeah. cause they make the most impact, but yeah, I wasn't too excited about this one. I'll be honest. I think I took a nap that day. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the guys that you know at work and stuff, they get all excited about it. What I do find a little bit interesting is hearing all of the like the pundits and talk show hosts the next day try to explain how they actually weren't wrong all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that Greg Locke guy who was constantly talking about, Ugh. yeah, he was like, oh yeah, so um, I knew Trump was going to win and oh, he yes. won really, but you know, they stole the election or whatever. Mm. I'm like, oh. Exactly right. Yeah, old. All right, on to bigger and better topics. Mm-hmm. I Thank wanna... goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who's been preaching on us because <laughs> yes, yes, somebody, yes. somebody's guilty because 
the, the carrot's been coming out the old proverbial woodwork. Let's just put it that uh-huh. way. Oh um, my yes. No? The Karens. The Karens. You know. Oh, the Karens. The, the ones of, of the I want to talk to your manager. You yes. should be ashamed of yourself ones. Yes. Yes, ah, those. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those. And um <laughs> Yeah, it just seemed like all of a sudden the stuff started surging. And so I'm sitting there and I'm reading it, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why all of a sudden right now? So I want to know. <laughs> Yes, we gotta know who this if, was. If someone has mentioned us like in a sermon, please uh, leave the link below. We would like to listen to this because <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we enjoy yeah, listening to all the hate. But Anyways, well, do, do you guys remember when we fir- when we very first started this? We're like, hey, if you have hate mail. You know, right into here. <laughs> I was you thinking know, about that. Yes. And like, <laughs> and so now, like, we are doing that, but now we constantly have hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's not, funny. it's all real. There's it's no all bo- real stuff, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all real. Yeah. None of it's made up. It's pretty yep. funny. Not that we care about their opinions. Oh, that is right. Is someone going to read these? Like, Mariah, them? do you have, a, could you read some of this stuff for me? Yeah, it's yeah, good. Which one? Give me. Uh, <laughs> There's I, so many. I know. I see. <laughs> I bumped a, those two reviews from Apple. I know it didn't show the whole uh, review, but if you could just read down yeah, to I, like... Another reason why we don't like Apple. You cannot see the whole review. <laughs> well, that's not Apple. That's from a... Oh, it says Apple. I know you were trying that's to... That's just... Apple Podcast, it says on there. Well, that's who the data is coming from. But anyways, um, if you could just read down to where it starts to do the little dot, dot, dot thing. But but give us, give us what's going on there. The title is, Does This Podcast... Glorify God. Mm. They went light. I see they decided to go nice and lighthearted. First off, it is really disheartening to think someone would create a podcast like this. I don't know you personally. Are you always negative? (laughs) Is this how you feel? (laughs) I think it is. I haven't seen anything positive on here. How about an episode on outreach? Maybe on loving your neighbor as yourself and what that means both inside and dot, dot, dot. So they're, they're wanting us to do an episode on loving our neighbor? We can do that. Okay. <laughs> Done. Is that what you guys are doing by offering like light to people that have left? That's a very good point, Nicole, because yeah. I do feel a lot like that. And yes. I think, um, actually, Mariah, can you read the first one now? Yeah. Because I think it goes into some of the same territory. Okay. Um, I started an episode with an open heart. Ten minutes in, and I'm leaving your podcast with a heavy heart. This is not what Jesus would do. Shame on you. You are mocking some of the very best people. Out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> very best people out there. Sorry. Jesus Whoa. died for people Jesus died for. People who gave their 110% dead level best. Yes, they're dead best. Mm, for the kingdom of God in spite of the people like you who do nothing but tear down. Oh, As oh. a newly graduated pastor, even I can see this podcast is being used for evil or not good. Oh, I'm so wow. Sorry. Um, He's I on to us, guys. He's on to us. Uh, Tell the devil to please step out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope you all will one day realize God has a much better plan for your lives than this. And I hope that one day before that final day that the Lord asks, what did you do with my son, Jesus? And what did you do on earth with the time and the talents I gave you? Because right now, all you can say is that you've used your time to mock the very people who are using their time to honor and glorify God. 
I know these are strong words, but these are coming from a heart of love, hoping you'll allow God to have his way. Right. A heart of love? Right. Are you joking? Okay. Okay. Let me just say one thing first, really quick. If they only cared this much about the children being abused. Mm. Exactly right. And and, and I, I do have that in the notes too. I like how he's like, I started out an episode with an open um, heart and 10 minutes I'm leaving with a heavy one. Uh, he probably ought to stop eating so much fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, and then another thing too. Secondly, he just, he's a recently graduated pastor or whatever. So he's in the CHM movement, right? They are the ones who are paying his bill. Therefore, he has yeah. to support them. His vote, oh, yeah. his opinion oh, yeah. is bought. Our opinion, we do this stuff with our own money. Like, this is our own. We do not get paid for this, really, other well, than... Well, there's some ad revenue that comes in. Okay, like so, and high yeah, we will, but it is not I will, CHM. I will sell my body. If you, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no. Yes, um, please. It is... Okay, <laughs> signing up, man. He's <laughs> like, get it. Can I say something about... Yeah, okay, dude, your, your comments are stupid. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. And you look like a fool. You said... And, and you're talking about, you know, your strong words, so I guess you could take it. You said you listened to 10 minutes. Right. 10 minutes. You admittedly listened to 10 minutes. And somehow you got us figured out, and you know from that 10 minutes. Sorry, I need to not yell. <laughs> I, I talked to John Baker oh, about no, sounding no, arrogant You sound today. arrogant. I, I, I know. So I'm, I'm not. Anyways. For, uh, hold let me get on. back wait, to this wait, wait, wait. You can go back to that time. For Phil to sound arrogant, that's bad. Well, I'm not trying to sound. Phil does arrogant. not sound arrogant, like at all. So, for someone to think that it, it like Phil, it's when Phil gets upset like this, that's yes, exactly. Go, go, go. Well, he's uh, so he's listened to ten minutes. He admits that, and somehow out of that ten minutes, he's done decided that we're sinning, and that somehow he knows that God has a different plan for all out of listening right. for ten minutes, <laughs> and somehow yeah. he knows from ten minutes that I'm going to be in a very bad situation <laughs> on Judgment Day. Yes. This guy, yes, this yeah. guy's basically. Yeah. This guy's basically like an X-Man or something like that. The powers he has. Oh, my. Anyways. And he even knows your, no, the state you're, of your heart. Right. <laughs> he knows the state of your heart and what Jesus is going to say. What did Sorry. you do with my son, Jesus Christ? And I'll say, though, like, he, at first he kind of had me a little bit, you know, like he talked about, like, you know, my heart is heavy, you know, is this something that Jesus would, you know, do? And, you know, it kind of pulls on the heartstrings a little bit. You're like, oh, man, like, Lord, am I doing the right thing? Or, you sure. know, and then he goes, sure. you are mocking the very best of people. And I'm like, oh, no, you hmm. lost me. Dude. Yeah. You lost, lost me there. You're like, you're yeah. you lost me. from like here. I'm sorry. To like here. I'm <laughs> yes. sorry. I'm not, I'm not saying that every one of them is bad. I'm not going to say that, but I'm going right. to say like, I, I really don't know a ton of good ones anymore. <laughs> I'm hearing so many, I'm hearing so many stories of like, it's and it's sad. Like, oh, well. It's getting really, yeah, it, really it, sad. It, yeah. What he's saying is just, it's the normal CHM crap. Right. You disagree with them. All of a sudden we're mocking. Right. These are good, godly people. How dare you? It's like, Okay, we disagree with them. We do it in our own style. Right. Okay. But anyways, yeah. right. before before we get into that, there are some people I do want to thank that help us out on the on the podcast with this stuff. Yes. Because uh, I do take the criticism seriously, except for that last dude's comment. And we do. <laughs> <laughs> and the comment before that. <laughs> no, I, I think it through. Yeah. I don't like when somebody sends in something. I, I enjoy getting. Right. Um, Flack. 
and enjoys maybe a stretch, but I th- I think it's valuable. Mm-hmm. It's valuable yeah, to get so pushed back to me because I'm terrified of an echo chamber, and that's that's not good for anybody. So if you send in something, I I take it seriously, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I've sure. wound up engaging with people and talking to them that I disagree with, and actually I've you know made some acquaintances that way, and and we completely disagree with each other, but. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it, and it's good for me. But there are some people that we do, that I do ask advice from, right. and we've almost kind of got this little club of people that that are are hillbilly broadcast advisors. We put it that right. way. And first of all, I want to mention. I'll just I'll say a few of them here. John Baker, John Baker's freaking phenomenal. I talked to him. Yeah. Mm, I talked to him for like an hour today. Did he, you? It's like it's like at least once a week. Being and John's like, and John will shoot straight. He'll be like, hey. Uh, you shouldn't do that or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. And we're not going to take everything, like do everything he says to do, but we do appreciate his John input will, on yeah. it. John because will tell you what he thinks. Yeah. He is a mature 100%. person, right? Yes. He's an older person. We're supposed to Very listen mature. to what our, mature, John. <laughs> <laughs> listen to what our elders have to say, but um, we do appreciate like, you know, when someone else who's older and had a little more experience than what we do says, Hey, you know, you probably could have approached that a little bit better. I see where you were coming coming from Mm -hmm. which is something that the chm movement could do right well but that would make sense and so yes that is not exactly but john did hit me with a saying today i I told him i said john i'm I'm going to i'm going to use this he said tradition is peer pressure from dead people (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yes john (laughs) is that a t-shirt idea that that should be i don't know where he got i don't know if that's original if he made where that came from but yeah tradition is peer pressure from dead people. And oh, wow. man. Dang, dang, dang. Very true. I like that. I like that. Yeah. But uh, we also, there's, there's Texas Ben Wyford. I can't forget about him. That guy, <laughs> me and him, we like to get on the phone and get mad with each other. Me and him both tend to uh, get our, get loud voices. Yes, <laughs> the you voice do. messages me and him have sent back and forth. I just, me and him both, like faces red, screaming at, the- at each other. And you guys, it's funny because it reminds me of when Kanan and Mariah are down here yes. and we're up super late and we're having these conversations and we're like screaming at each other, but still supporting the exact same thing. Yeah. It's like, it's I exactly- agree with you, yes. but I still want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in total agreement, but uh, there's a lot of anger. <laughs> right <Righteous> anger. <laughs> Be like, yes, scream oh, louder. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Because so, your brother true. has said that well, before. He's like, I listen to you guys, and you guys are like mad, but you're mad at the same things, screaming about the same <laughs> things together. <laughs> uh, oh man. <laughs> no, that, that is great. Uh, we can't forget Ladonna Covert as yes. well. Madonna's yes. been phenomenal. She's we were actually working on a, a kind of a different episode that she's going to be on in the future. Yes, and we definitely can't forget Tracy Bowen. Tracy's yes. been a guest a couple of times, but she's done a lot, gave us a lot of advice behind the scenes and stuff as well. So um, one of the, and there's others too that you probably don't want me to say your name, but you know who you are, and right. for reasons you know exactly. that will remain anonymous. But thank you all as well. So I just wanted to put that out there first that, you know, these people that do give us advice on this stuff, I'm very appreciative of it. Uh, before, we, before we move along, though, on, on, this, on these um, reviews that we've got, if you, I, I just want to say this, we tried talking a little bit about this before, and I think we were a lot nicer, maybe, and uh, yes. maybe, maybe we're past that. 
if you're a CHM and you go to a CHM church, don't listen to Hillbilly Broadcast. It's not for you. You're not going to like it. Um, you're just going to get upset, and uh, that's not of God. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, okay. And, and, I mean, it's like, you know, so it's like, just, just don't listen to us. Turn us off. Treat us like you would the internet. Put the blockers on. <laughs> <laughs> like, Treat us like the TV and, just, and throw us out of your yeah. house. Yes, which is a good <laughs> yeah. point. People are going yeah. and hunting us down to listen to us, knowing the stuff that we say. Okay, so the fact that you had to work so hard to find us in a group in a podcast group. I mean, that, that says something right there. Like, turn us off, man. Yeah. Just turn us yeah. off. Well, can I say something? Yeah, turn to- us off. We don't, we don't want you to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a group of CHM people that listen that I think actually, like, they're not spying. They're not looking for some crap. Uh, some of them listen out of pure curiosity. One of them is my, my buddy that I, I will keep nameless. Right. He's listened almost from the very beginning, and me and yeah. him talk about stuff on a weekly basis. He's still CHM and will still tell you that. Right. But he's very reasonable. So is the other guy that I've just met. You know, I, I probably shouldn't say his name either. Yeah. But very reasonable guy. Still CHM. That's two people. Yeah. I'm and, guessing the rest. And the thing well, of it is, okay. Well, we can't forget Andrew Graham. Andrew no, Graham. yeah, Dr. Graham. We can't forget about him either. But, okay, and the... <sighs> This brings up a whole nother thing too. We do have negative reviews on our stuff, which is fine. And I kind of appreciate those views because the truth is coming out with what we're saying and they cannot deny that. In fact, the fact that whenever they want to say stuff like this, it just goes to show that they do not like truth coming out. They're having a problem with Mm -hmm. it. And that, that's what gets me going too, because I, I, if I were a part of a group, I'd be like, yeah, that's really crazy how they're saying all this stuff. Can we like ask the questions? No, they don't want to do that. In fact, they want to say that we're the ones attacking and it, we're not. Don't they always say that the devil fights the hardest when you're doing the right thing? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Yeah. Let me just go Them run devils. in the aisles. <laughs> I'm going to run in the aisles. <laughs> Oh. Nicole's turn. Nicole's turn. Nicole's turn. <laughs> oh, finally speak. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, first of all, y'all are bonkers, and I love it. Um, <laughs> the second thing is that you are going to have more than two people because I still have a community. I don't know if I will after this, but I still have a community within the CHM. So just I'm be sorry. prepared. Oh, I'm sorry. It, the people are going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> that brings up something I want to say, and I'm going to say her name on here. Okay. And okay. you can take it out if you want to. But you remember, <clears throat> I talked to you about a, where she was talking about how um, th- she chooses to overlook certain things in the CHM movement, but then she can't worship with other, p- other believers. Was that exactly how she put yes, it? Yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I even had the screenshot of it, and it was very concerning because she's choosing what she can overlook, wants to overlook, and what she doesn't. And, and to me, that right there says a lot because she's willing to tolerate the CHM people, but she can't, uh, other people, she can't worship with them. It's just impossible, was her words. Most of them, most of them overlook child abuse. I've noticed uh-huh. that. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. Isn't that what they do with the Bible, though, sometimes? 
I mean, they they take things out of context. They choose to overlook things, like overlook mm-hmm. the fact that Jesus told Paul or Peter on the rooftop that he could forget the Mosaic ways because that's what he came to free them from. They can overlook that, but they will look at every single rule in the Old Testament and say, hey, you have to follow this. Oh, yeah. So, Except when it comes to eating pork. <laughs> Though we've right, had. Right, yes. right. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, anyway. So I, I talked to somebody today, while you're pulling that up, Miss, I talked yeah. to somebody today and, and kind of got their thoughts on it. And um, they said, well, you guys probably, actually there's been a couple people, they said, you guys should probably do another episode and just kind of put out um, why it is that you talk about this kind of stuff, what your end game is, um, just things like that. But just talk about, um, you know, why it is, even... Well, I figured we could we could mention like who our audience is and all that kind of stuff. Right. And and one of the things I I do want to put out there up up top, we are not we're not academics, okay? We're not therapists. Speak for yourself. The way, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not. You, you're never going to hear us on focus on the family. You're never going to hear. You know, we're not going to say stuff the way that Billy Graham does or he did. I hope he don't. I hope he ain't saying nothing now. Good lord, but. Um, <laughs> Yes. If somebody's hearing from Billy Graham now, but oh. the way that we conduct ourselves on this podcast is how we conduct ourselves off of the podcast. Like us yeah. ragging on each other and carrying on and laughing. Again, that's what we do. Off, so that's really the only way we know how to go about doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't mean we have any kind of malice towards you or anything like that. We will probably crack a few jokes at your expense if you've got up on oh, the yeah. pulpit and said something stupid. It doesn't yeah. mean we hate you. We expect you. I, I would expect you to do the same in return. Canaan, the things that me and you have said to each other in the past are freaking savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, yeah. you attack each other. <laughs> my, bro- my favorite one, my brother told me that time, I, there was that... Uh, Announcer for the PBR. I always I told him I, said, I like the way Scott Grover dresses. I like his style. Jonathan said, "You look like you ate Scott Grover." <laughs> oh man! Oh my goodness! You found your you found what you're looking for? No, it's gone, and I'm pretty ticked off. But we should probably move on to the what uh, we're here for now, right? Yeah. Well, let's. Yeah, uh, go ahead. They put a few more things out here real quick. So. I would say that uh, that our mission, if somebody would ask us what it is, I don't like the idea of a mission statement because I'm not really, or at least calling it that. I don't necessarily feel like I'm, uh, you know, running a church or something like that. Yeah. And we don't yeah. always talk yeah. about the CHM. There will be times that we're going to talk about something else, whatever tickles our fancy. But when we are talking about the CHM, uh, Kanan touched on this as well. Uh, our target is not the CHM. That's not who we're trying to reach. You might as well take your head and just smash it against a wall and you will yeah. accomplish more than trying to change the CHM's mind. Right. Yes. I, I think that we have a few different types of listeners. We got, we got the, the curious CHM people, the ones that are, you know, they're reasonable. They listen to see what we got to say. And those guys are fine. We got the ex CHM people. Some Ooh. of them, some of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nicole's here representing. In the <laughs> house. And uh, some of those people, they can lean either way. Some of them can still be sympathetic to the CHM. I've got some family members like that. And some of them are just, you know, they're out. Some of them are believers. Some of them are not believers whatsoever. And uh, 
we also have this group that tunes in from time to time. They're they're current CHM, but they're considering. They're exploring their options, and therefore they found us on Spotify or wherever. <laughs> and and then we have the current BM, uh, current CHM listeners that are there just to just to see what's just for sermon material yeah. or whatever. Example, the Bible Missionary Church people that, uh, by the way, shout out to y'all, uh, <laughs> that apparently have found internet. Were they the ones that shouted you guys out a while ago? Uh, no, no, they didn't. Uh, I, I, they don't believe in internet, so I don't know how they're listening, but... Yeah, they stick their phones out the window oh. so they can get internet, and the internet's right. not in the house. They, they Legit. believe... Yeah, they... They believe in it in certain instances, right? Just not in the in the home. So our target is not the ones that's happy being CHM, and uh, our target's really not the the friendly CHM people. If if I know how you said um, we don't have a mission statement, and while I agree with that, I still think to a point we do have one, and that is to make you think. We want you to be able to, you know, ask the questions. Like, don't be following along blindly. Um, Sarah Fry was talking at the conference. You know, I have a whole podcast I wanted to talk about this sure. at. Um, but she said, be careful who you're listening to. You know, like if they're they're teaching you certain things from the pulpit, that's something that you definitely have to. Don't take everything like it swallow it like gumdrops because you know it could be arsenic laced sure. in that stuff. So you have to be careful. I sat down and was trying to put together some of my thoughts for this. And when I think about what our mission is, when we're talking about the CHM, I I think really kind of four things. Number one, we want to let you know that you are not alone. If you're having these thoughts about the CHM and there are some people out there that did think that they used to think that. Yes. So you're not, alone. they still think it to this day. They still think that they, some of them are alone in this uh, journey that they're going through. We, we want to bring awareness to some of these heinous acts and alleged cover-ups. Yes. Okay. That, that happened and in the CHM. Right. Um, and somebody would ask, well, why do you want to talk about that? Well, to let people know it goes on. You don't just go in there and blindly trust. Right. Just because somebody yeah. says they're CHM, you don't just, well, here, here's access to my whole family, my right. kids. You know, here's my family. Yeah, don't just trust them blindly. Right. Um. Number three, I feel that we want to show Christ and give you hope. Right. If you're one of those that is XCHM and just has said, deuces, this right. ain't for me. We want to let yeah. you know that that was, if you had the bad experience there, like many of you have, that wasn't Christ that did that to you. Right. That was a yes. bastardization of Christianity. Right. That was a screwed up <laughs> version of Christianity. Right. Exactly. That was religion and they were wrong. Right. And there's something better out there. And like you said, miss, I think number four, yeah, want to make people question because questioning things, including your faith, I think is a good thing because then you got to find the answers and then you know why you believe something. Like the Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And be ready to give reason. And be ready to give an answer for that. Yes, exactly. So between all these little things that are all going on around us, we want to be able to be a little bit of the voice that's crying out in the wilderness. Yes, it's a wilderness, but we're like also saying, Hey, there is a way. And that way is not the CHM way. Honestly, I'll be honest. That's what I I'm beginning to really feel. It's, it's taking a turn 
Because instead of worshiping a God who's standing over us with a stick trying to beat us, and like Amber Jones said, she was afraid that there was she was going to be demon possessed. Like, and if that is our, no, she mentioned our on the podcast, yeah idea and image of god like that's we need to recreate that that jesus yeah right because that that's not correct jesus yeah. loves us more than we can ever imagine so if if we can this podcast can help someone to know the love of god and to be able to let someone ask the questions because in some places they can't ask questions they can't ask questions yes and you are not alone I agree. I agree with like that. What you just said, Phil, you are not alone because there's a lot of people that are asking these questions and they're messaging us and saying, Hey, we, we, we believe the same way, but we don't know what to say. Um, I work for so-and-so and I can't say anything or I will lose my job because I've promised that I would support them. Sure. You know, so this is an outlet for people that are afraid to st- come forward. And let me just say sure. this, Jesus turned over tables too. So if we have to turn over a few tables in order for it to clean out all the nastiness and all the dirtiness that is in the church and in the body of Christ, more power to us. I think that some of this is a deflection. And I do want to say this mm-hmm. as well. I do understand that, you know, there are times we get loud and I'm sure we come across in a way that we don't mean for ourselves to come across. I'm sure there's jokes that rub you the wrong way and all that kind of stuff. And there's, you know, we're, we're a bit rough around the edges. We try our best, but we fail. Uh, that's no excuse for our failure. We're going to keep trying mm-hmm. and we're learning this thing as we go. But exactly. And, and you know, if there's a lot of people are like, well, what about your attitude or your heart behind the podcast? Okay, those are important questions. But if your focus is on what's the heart of your podcast or you know, I didn't like the way you said that. You're making fun of these people, whatever. If your focus is on that instead of, and, and you refuse to even worry about the unbiblical stuff that's taught in the CHM mm-hmm. all the time, the spiritual abuse that goes on, Dan Stetler, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the sexual abuse and the stuff that gets swept under the rug, if, that, if, if, if you have no desire to even worry about that, then I'm sorry, your opinion don't carry a whole lot of weight with me. Yeah, no, your opinion does not matter at this point. I have to keep my attitude in check? Yeah. Right. But in my opinion, the priorities here is off. Yeah. I'm going to keep working on that I that I come across in a Christ-like manner. How about you at least show some type of anger at what's going on in the CHM? Right. But anyways. Yeah. There. Yeah. I said what I had to say. I said what I said, and I'm not taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, where, where, where was we at? We said <laughs> well, we we do have the guest on. We do. And she Nicole. has some things she wants to say. So, Eleven uh, pages worth. Yes, indeed. Nicole has done her has done her research. I love it. I don't Let's know go. who reached out to who first, but uh, we started talking a little bit. And you attended a CHM Bible College, right? I did. I very much well did. And I'm guess uh, we're are we keeping the name of the college out? I think it'd probably be best. Okay. Well, and let me yeah. just say, she thinks it's such a winner that she's on the Hillbilly broadcast now talking about it. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I guess uh, <laughs> technically a correspondent representative. Yes. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> so uh, give me a little bit about this. Give me your yeah. backstory. So you, uh, I'm guessing since you're on this show, you're not CHM anymore. <laughs> I mean, we can pretty well rule that. <laughs> 
I am not. I'm coming up on five years next summer. Five years clean and sober. Woo! How about that? <laughs> not drinking the Kool-Aid. No more Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So you've been up for five years and like what, um, were, were you raised in it? Like, was this an all your life type of thing or what? So, um, let's see. Am I yelling? I feel like I'm yelling. Mm-mm. No, you're fine. Um, good. Um, so my mother was raised in the CHM and she left and got pregnant with me. Um, and so basically I don't really know how to explain it, but basically my grandparents raised me in my Christianity. So like they took me to family gatherings and youth gatherings and children gatherings. And they were the ones that took us to church every Sunday. Um, they basically were like my spiritual parents as my mom was not conservative holiness. And so when I was 10 years old, I was at one of the children, children gatherings. Wow. I can't talk. <laughs> it's okay. You're good. Neither can we. <laughs> I was at one of the children's gatherings and I felt the Lord just like put his thumb on my back and I felt like I should go up and pray. And ever since then, I just took on the CHM ways, started wearing skirts all the time. Uh, Long sleeves didn't come until I was probably about 16, 15, 16. And I was like, all right, that's all I'm wearing. And then uh, went to a private school that my church, uh, that my church sponsored, I guess. So this was a CHM private school? It's a CHM private school. Yes, it was. Uh, ACE, Paces. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> hate those. Um, if I, I have to hear about Pudge one more time, I'm done. Oh, Pudge. I forgot about Pudge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pudgy. Oh, Pudgy. <laughs> Oh, he looked like he I walked was, out of the CHM. <laughs> you remember, uh, there was somebody that died in one of the paces. Who was it? Was it one of the twins? Oh, no. Mm. Oh, I don't know if I remember this or not. It's been like 15 it's years. It's been a while. <laughs> wow. AC, oh, AC overdosed on fentanyl. And <laughs> because he was wearing <laughs> he, short sleeves he and of- it started him down that road. <laughs> He died of drunk and driving. Short sleeves just <laughs> to overdosing of fentanyl. Did you not know? Yes. It's a direct direct link. Yeah. Fine. It's that yes. boat, man. <laughs> so then we left that school and I did three years of homeschool. That was wonderful. That did great things for my social anxiety. <laughs> uh, and then I started attending the academy of the Bible college that I went to. Uh-huh. Mm. For my senior year. And I lived on campus for that senior year. And then sure. I ended a I then stayed another year to go to my freshman year of college and decided that I was only gonna take one more class, finish out my certificate because I was done mm-hmm. and I moved home. I see. So I spent a total of two years, two and maybe a half years at this Bible college, yeah. So what what was your experience like? I mean, did did you have the horrendous type experience that some people talk about or was it was it fairly run of the mill? Oh man. I think for me it was one of the darkest times in my life and I'm not saying that funnily, but I mean that. It was it was I 
had a lot of anxiety and depression that I went through in those two and a half years. Um, I very much was categorized as a misfit. I didn't fit anywhere. I didn't belong anywhere. I didn't have a good last name. I didn't, um, I didn't fit. I didn't have a singing voice, they said. Um, so I wasn't in PR. Um, I, I was in choir, but that's pretty much it. I was labeled as misfit. So couldn't quite find anybody of, uh, you know, like mine. Right. So I just kind of fit in with everybody else that didn't belong. And, you know, I found community in that not belongingness. Um, and I think all growing up in the CHM, all I wanted to do was just fit. All I wanted to do was just be seen. Um, so, you know, when things got really bad, I started getting really conservative. So like sleeves, I wore a tank top under every single shirt that I wore. I wore a tank top and leggings under oh, every single skirt and every single shirt that I wore. Mm. That had to get hot. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was hot. Satan's breath, I'm telling you, it was bad. <laughs> Satan's breath. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of my time at, oh, I almost said it. A lot of my time at the Bible college was just me trying to fit in, me trying to survive, and me just trying not to, I don't know, wig out, weave. Sure. Yeah, I guess. What do you think like contributed to this? Was it, um, you mentioned earlier, you didn't have the right last name, quote, right last name. Which, you know, I, I didn't either. Yeah, that is a neither. common thing that happens yeah. to the CHM yeah. Yeah. But I also, I didn't try to go fit in at a Bible college neither. Yeah. So I didn't have to go through that. But what do you think contributed to that? I mean, was there, was it just real clicky like out there? Or, you know, what, you mentioned that your mom had left the CHM at this point. Did that have something to do with it? I think it did have something to do with it a little bit. The fact that my grandparents were were raising me spiritually and the fact that I didn't come from a Christian home, quote unquote. And um, oh I you can't see air quotes on podcasts, right. can you? <laughs> so you were you were almost like the girl to watch out for. Like you can maybe be nice to her, but she doesn't come from a Christian home, so don't get too wrapped up. I was also very, very boy crazy, like incredibly boy crazy um so my biological father was not in my life and then completely exited my life when i was six Mm. and um so like i've had multiple father figures that have left me over the years so i think that played a lot into being boy crazy so Mm -hmm. so like that's what i was known for i was known for liking guys that's that's all it was um I had my first crush when I was six. Um, so it's, that's a funny story. Um, oh, okay. To be fair, though, like I was eight when I had my first crush. So, I mean, it happens. I think I was young, too. but it, Yeah. Um, I mean, I it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you come from. I obsessively crushed over him. It was bad. Like, oh. I became. Yes. Mm. It was it was horrible. Like, yeah, are, are we going to see a Dateline episode about you at some point? As well? yeah. <laughs> Is this guy still alive? Yes, he's still alive. <laughs> oh, man. He's still alive, yeah. and he's happily married with two children. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Oh, he's okay. Now oh. she's a stalker. Now she's a stalker because she knows all about him. How many kids <laughs> oh, she has. Oh, no. and all- <laughs> so I, 
I really struggled with that. And also I was never like a skinny girl. I was always bigger than everybody else. And, and I kind of have noticed that like a lot of the girls that are in that quote unquote misfit group that I was with at school, quote unquote, um, were bigger girls. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of just like where I fit in because I couldn't wear all the pretty belts and the scarves and look like a pencil. Like I just wasn't yeah. who I was. Yep. And so you'd, I, you'd be I, considered pretty if you lost like 20 pounds. Oh yes. Yeah. I was wearing a size four and I was like, Oh, she'd be nice if, um, if she lost a little more weight, I was like 127 pounds wearing a size four. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like it, I've been called not marriage material, not to my face, but by boys at the Bible college. Mm. Oh man. Um, I've, I've been teased that I came there to get my MRS degree. Uh, so it, there was a lot of like, not nice words and not nice attitudes that were towards me. And I don't, I mean, I know why it's cause I didn't fit in. I, you know, yeah. wasn't popular. Sure. So it's Some not all bullying. everybody sitting around playing harps and, uh, you know, harmonizing to, I shall not be moved and just <laughs> reading their Bible all, all the time. So yeah. Yeah. Bible college, it, it was pretty much filled with, there was nobody around. Nobody. Rarely ever. The only people that were really around were the people that did the work study program, like did like that worked and then that paid half of their bill. Mm-hmm. And so that, that stayed around. So that became my community. And that was basically at the time, most of those people were the misfit group, mm. which I saying that because I hate calling them misfits, but I mean, it's, it was the truth of the time. Sure. Yeah. And so like those people then formed their own community as the misfit group. And we were just all tons of people that just didn't belong and that didn't, and that were on the work study program. So we worked together all the freaking time. And, oh, on weekends, it was horrible when I stayed up there. Absolutely nobody around. Everybody was either working or went home or working. Like <laughs> nobody was around. Was this also during the day? It would be just yeah. empty? I see. Day I and mean, weekends. Like, on on days that like there were classes, there would be people, but like we would be busy at the same time. So like, so so they had oh this is going to give away the college, not really, but they had um, classes Tuesday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday through Friday, there were classes pretty much all day, including night classes. Oh, so. Wow. So, like, during the day, you had, like, two classes in the morning, then you had choir, then you had chapel, then you had lunch, then you could have one to two classes in the evening, in the afternoon. I see. So, yeah. So, on days that it was, like, you know, when there were classes, there were people there, but, you know, on days that there weren't, they were either working or doing schoolwork because they had a ton of collateral reading to do. Yes. Yes. The there was, collateral reading. Yeah, yeah. They give you like 10 books. All right. So you need to read all of these books that were written in 1805 and I understand what they were saying. They have to be school approved. Oh school yes. approved. Absolutely. We can't, we can't forget about that. So you're there and you're not, you're not having a high old time. 
from what, uh, what it sounds like. You mentioned as well that, uh, of course, this was a CHM college, so we have the handbook, the ever-wonderful handbook. What uh, what was that like living under that sucker? We've talked about that uh, yes, a couple times from a couple different colleges. Right. And uh, what was that like? Oh, we're getting into the nitty-gritty here. Yes. Like, what did you think about when you first went into it? Like, where you're like, okay, that's that won't be too bad. I can abide by that. Oh, yeah. The rules in this handbook were uh-huh. the rules I started following. See, when uh, I'm going to preach a little bit, okay. so <laughs> this whole concept of free will, right? The whole concept is that Jesus came, he died to give us a choice, right? Mm-hmm. He's always given a choice if we want to serve him or not, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So free will means that you get to make your own decisions. You get to make your own decisions because he allows us to, because when we love him, it's like, oh, you chose to love me. Right. right. So it's, right. it's beautiful. It's a beautiful relationship. So when you start putting, uh, I don't know how many pages the handbook is like 200. I don't, I don't know. What is it? I felt like 200, 50 pages in the handbook of things that you can and cannot do, it is so much easier to follow a list of rules than to pray about it, mm-hmm. of convictions, mm-hmm. than, to, than to study why mm-hmm. these rules. And it like, it's so much easier. And yes. if you follow the rules, you get to fit in. Right. And awesome yep. incredible. And, and as a person who does not fit in already like you like you were just saying that becomes like oh maybe if i do this i'll be even oh. more accepted and i might like eventually fit in with this group because i'll belong yep finally i yeah. somebody noticed me a uh-huh. guy noticed me that's going to love me and make me his wife and i can stay at home mom that was my goal that was my mm. intention and I listen, I would love to do that. That's still in my heart. But like my mom was like, Nicole, what do you what are you gonna do with your life? And I was like, be a stay-at-home mom. She's like, no, no, no. What are you gonna do if that doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Your mom makes a good point. Yeah, she does. It becomes interesting too, because like you said, um, we got that free will. And then when you're given that handbook, it's like, okay, you suddenly become a puppet. And you agree that you will become a puppet. Yeah. You no longer have the right. Oh, yeah. Very true. Well, we read that whole yeah. agreement thing from Penn View about how they make you say, I will not promote any other, you know, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah. Anything that goes go, against go it, I will not. across the campus. Right. <laughs> like, oh, that's so crazy. In my 11 pages out here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Give, give, us some, give us some stuff go. on the pages. I want to hear them pages. Okay. So I have here direct from. The student handbook, it says, due to just continuing emphasis on application of classwork to practical ministries, Christian service assignments are required for all students. These assignments are a vital part of your educational program and correlate with your classroom learning. These opportunities are numerous and include mission work, preaching, ministry to the elderly with local churches, and other ministry activities. Christian service credits are required for graduation. So what is Christian service? It's required for your graduation, and what do you have to do with it? My uncle had a church downtown Indianapolis, and they had, once once a Wednesday, they would 
um, they would sing outside of the church to invite people in because of the the community that it was in. It was not a very safe neighborhood. So they would invite people in and give them coffee, especially when it was cold or water when it was super hot. And right. so that would count as Christian service. Um, that's all I did, to be honest. I didn't do any of the other stuff. But uh, <laughs> like if you if you preached and then you had to write a paper about it. My my personal view is that if you're making somebody do something for a graduation, if you're forcing them to do it to graduate, and if you don't do it, you have to retake it. And then if I remember incorrectly, you you're out if you failed the second time. So you had to go work for Jesus and then write a paper bragging about it <laughs> for you to <laughs> right. for you to graduate. So it's like if if you're forcing somebody to do, not forcing, but it felt like it, forcing somebody to do this, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you be worried about it creating something in their hearts about working for Jesus if they're forced to do it? Yeah, that's not exactly how the working for Jesus thing uh, goes, in my opinion, but, you know, I could be wrong. Anyway, um, oh, the church rules. <laughs> yeah, some of these outfits are famous for that stuff. Give me, give me your church rules you had to abide by. All right. All students are expected to regularly attend Sunday school and both Sunday morning and Sunday evening worship services, as well as Wednesday night prayer meetings. That doesn't include chapel on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That doesn't include if you wanted to go to prayer meeting on Monday nights that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's th- that's like six in a week. Wow. And do you know how many I to? Okay, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Wait a minute. Tell me that number again with zero. How'd you get by with that? Yeah. Zero. <laughs> How Jeez. did you do that? Man. Oh, I have a really good poker face. No, I'm kidding. Really good poker face. <laughs> so this was mandatory. Uh, you're saying mandatory six times a week? For, well, five times a week. I mean, we might as well go Muslim. But if you didn't go to prayer meeting, it was like, why aren't you going to prayer meeting? Why aren't you going to prayer meeting? Yeah. Don't you want to be close to God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, so... With, uh, so when they so what happened with prayer meeting fun fact sorry i talk a lot okay so what happened with prayer meeting is it started out guys and girls so we would meet in the guys prayer chapel at night oh. at like nine and it would be guys and we would as this team be praying for each other supporting each other sharing prayer requests sharing you know all this kind of stuff we sang sometimes and it was just like community and i was like yes (laughs) and then somebody in the faculty found out that this was happening and split us up (laughs) and being in a room where i felt comfortable to being in a room where there were all girls and they were not like nothing against them personally, but the CHM women are very judgmental. <laughs> and, uh, no. Understatement. no. I felt and I was like, we're not doing this anymore. Sorry. Peace. The guys were there as buffers. I love how the CHM just immediately jumps to 
their mind just jumps to sex right off the bat. They're like, it's dirty. Yeah, it's yeah. Dirty they're like, there's not a chance in heck they're they're actually playing or praying. Oh, they're playing. They're, they're you know playing. Why? And you know why? Why? It's because they wouldn't be doing that. Right. Yeah. No, that, because they would be over there trying to screw. They would be playing. <laughs> they would. Oh, dude. That be, is so funny. Oh, my so goodness. They'd be all up underneath that piano bench and whatnot. <laughs> the CHM, they just automatically assume that y'all just, yeah. everybody just, yeah. just having sex. Ain't no praying going on. Yep. No oh, praying going over there. Just sex. Just sex. However, bad people actually like. Actually, love Jesus and are trying to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Lord. That's the best. Give, man. give us your next one, Nicole. Um, well, uh, we had to sit in the first five rows of, of the sanctuary. Um, we had three weeks to pick our church for the semester. How many churches were there for you to go to, like try out? Um, I think I remember on the paper, there was probably about eight. How do you know which church you want to go to then? If you well, it's very easy. If it's a holiness church, then that's the one the that one. God meant for you. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Couldn't go to any other one that wasn't on the list unless it was approved. So it had to be those certain churches. What church did you go to? We can edit it out if you want. Um. So the first year I went, I went to Brother. Yeah, it's close by. We've been there several times. And then uh, the second year, I went to church because I could okay. walk. Find a ride every single time I needed to go. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. Funny story, right quick about brother. I we went there. This was probably twenty sixteen, maybe maybe fifteen, late fifteen, early sixteen. Yep. We were there. I went with uh, yeah, with Sue, uh, with Daryl and Sue Pittman. We were there, and uh, of course, me and my buddy Ryan what? and Tyler was also there, and we were. We were usually pretty good, but for whatever reason, in that service, we were kind of like talking a lot and laughing and. I think we even started like slugging one another like in the like leg and like we were being very disruptive. Playing <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, you know, and I remember brother calling us out without like calling us out like you know, like we're being very disruptive. He's like, Isn't that right, brother Kane? And I'm like, What? And so then kind of like you go, so you're kind of like, okay, yeah, I got I to gotta stay straight now. Like, you know, you can't, you can't, be, you can't be slugging Tyler in the arm anymore, you know? It's, oh, man, so, yeah. yeah that's that you just, like, hit each other. Yeah. So I have something of more of a um, serious thing to talk about here. All right. Um, we're going to talk about their bullying policy or lack of bullying policy. Okay. So, so like I said... Before I was in the misfit group and there were some very not nice things that were said about the misfit group. Like I said, the not marriage material, which was not just me. Hmm. Um, and, and for let me jump in there for just a minute too. for people listening. This is going to be a big deal uh, to, because this, this whole thing is that's already your culture anyways. Yeah. The CHM. And when you're out there at this supposedly sanctioned school, it's safe. Uh, it's Christian. It's safe. And then all it's of a, a sudden you've got people telling you. And one of the things that they do say is that you can find you a good spouse. At, at Bible, and then you've got people just treating you like they're treating Nicole. That's, like that's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't just the students. I see. I will mm. leave it there. I went through this thing probably 
uh, 30 times. And this is the closest thing that I come to about a bullying policy. And I'm going to read it. It's their notice of non-discrimination does not discriminate on bias of gender, color, ethnic origin, or against otherwise qualified handicapped people in its admission or students or employment of faculty and staff. Where where do they not discriminate on bias of religion? Well, I'm guessing they're going to say that, uh, you know, with them being a Christian school, that, that they would want to discriminate on that. And then they say online students must be in full agreement and harmony with the doctoral statement. That is crazy. Yes. So what if what if they're yeah. not? So that's what I'm saying is what if they don't believe in they want to go there to get a theology or just do Bible classes? Yep. Yeah. Does that mean oh okay? And then in the later in the later parts, it talks about um if you're married and you live off campus, all students, including students and off-campus students are expected to follow the guidelines in the handbook when they are on campus or any event. So they only have to follow while while they're on campus? When they are on campus in any event. Then it says they're follow general guidelines, personal appearance guidelines, and social guidelines when attending events such as IHC, Youth Challenge, Central Pennsylvania, Outreach, Bus Convention, and similar activities. Dorm students must abide by our guidelines unless they're at the parents' house. Students living on campus housing other than dormitories must abide by general guidelines unless they're at the parents' homes. But students who live with their parents and staff or faculty housing must abide by guidelines. I just I just wow. don't understand. Like, the whole thing about control is yep. all, it, it, it's so much control. And they say that there is freedom in that. I just don't. No, gosh, no. Yeah, there's definitely not. I don't see the freedom of Jesus in that. I don't see freedom from bondage in that. There is no room for disagreement at at that Bible college and at most of the others. In fact, I've not found one yet that is okay with you disagreeing. Yeah, no. And if you do disagree, then you're supposed to keep quiet about it. You're not allowed to talk about it. If you're a pin view student, yeah. Right. Like this here is sad. If you're an online student, we want you to follow the rules. If you're here, you got to follow the rules. If you don't live here, you got to follow the rules. If you live at your parents' house, you got to follow our rules. It's all about control. Well, what was that one, too, that had like a little um, paper that you had to sign and say that you were um, going to agree to what they had to say? Is well, that you had one of those. I don't know if this one did or not. I'm pretty sure we had to sign a paper. Did I read through the whole thing? No. Yeah. Because I, I, I pretty much agreed with where, how they stood because I was just the follower. Right. Right. Well, and most people aren't going to read through it. That, that's crazy. So if you could tell me a little bit. So you had this you had this dark period of your life. Yeah. How was you able to climb up out of that? Because I, I do like to leave people with a um, with, with a the knowledge that there is yeah. there's hope, you know, right. and, and that it's yeah. just, it doesn't end w- where you were at. Oh yeah. Um, so, oh man, that's, that's a long story. Okay. Skim it down, Nicole. Um, I think one of the things that the Lord started showing me was that it was an unsafe environment for me. Um, and he did that. So when, when I decided to leave UBC, I, was trying to think of my options. And at that point it was, it was almost as like, I didn't have any options of any guys left to be a husband. Mm-hmm. So I was going to be single life. That's how I, that's how I felt. 
Um, I was involved in a very bad situation uh, where a guy used me to make another girl jealous. Like it was, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went through those dark times and looking back on it and I have permission to share this, but um, I, I started to do some not healthy behavior. Um, I started self-harming uh, while I was at youth. Um, and I remember the door mom at the time, um, like I said, I have permission to share this. Um, I remember her coming down, I was working in the kitchen and everybody just disappeared and she came in and she said, Nicole, we do not do that. And that is the only thing I remember from that conversation. I remember feeling very like out in the open, all that kind of stuff. So, so it wasn't really like a, uh, it wasn't really like trying to help you through anything. It was just kind of a, um, we don't do that. And that's the only reason why that's really as far as we're going to go with it. Pretty much. I mean, that's, that's what I remember. Was that kind of the general, um, the general feeling of the, of the college as a whole? As like, we don't self harm or that just like, just like them, not, um, not really providing you with any kind of help with stuff like that. It was just a, yeah. Helping to deal with it. Like, like, Obviously, you're doing it for a reason. How did you, were you able to handle those emotions and get help instead of doing that? And so there's, they didn't do none of that is what I'm, what I'm saying. The person that came down there was the one that was supposed to be my, my, not my counselor, but um, is listed in here as somebody for opportunity for counseling. Um, It was the at the time. So it was, she was the person that I would have gone to anyway. Um, so there, I didn't feel like I had any other options. And in that situation, I just felt completely invisible and I didn't know how else to, to say it any more than I already had. I'd been screaming it and I felt like I wasn't being heard or listened to. So, mm-hmm. um, that was the only way that I could say something. And the response that I got from people was, Oh, you got to promise me you'll never do that again. Or they showed me the scripture verse that says thou shalt not hurt themselves or whatever. <laughs> there, there's one in there. Cause she showed it to me, but like that was, I was met with some compassion, but it was, it was very little. Well, it's like they, they weren't set up for success themselves. They don't, they didn't know how to handle that situation. Exactly. I was about to say that they don't know how to handle those situations. Yeah. Right. They they really don't. And I think that, so then after that, I started working 40 hours a week just to, just to pay everything off. And I had two classes, um, decided I was going to leave. And then, um, it was that January. I went to a youth gathering um, that's very, very popular. Um, there was basically all of the CHM youth were there, um, that, that agreed with this certain <laughs> right. thing. Sure. Um, so I, I was there and I just felt like, I was like, Lord, I, I don't know if I'm going to continue to be a Christian. And, um, the, I just, I just felt myself being like, Nicole, you got to make a decision. And they were singing it as well for a person who has, who is in a constant state of a panic attack. You just, you don't sing it as well, like, cause you don't know. And then it makes you make, have more anxious, which feels like conviction while you're having the anxiety, because that's what you're taught. That that Absolutely. Is. 
So I was like, all right, Lord, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a Christian. I'm going to do it. And I, I felt him say, then go to the altar. They were singing it as well. And I was going to like interrupt the church service. Like, Ugh. yeah. So I, I was like, all right, I'm doing it. All right. I said I was going to do this. I said I was going to be a Christian. So I'm going to obey you and follow you. And I went up to the altar and I opened the altar call. And there was this great big altar call. And the person that was doing, that was preaching that gathering was my pastor at the time of this happening. And when I was up there, I didn't know why I was up there. I was in the middle of a panic attack. I didn't know what was happening, what was going on. And he says from the platform, he didn't come down to me. He said from the platform, Nicole, do you have it settled? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't even know why I'm up here. Right. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. What does it mean? Right. That- what does that mean? Because I didn't come up here with like a sin, you know, like right. I, I came up here because I felt like the Lord told me to. Right. So I'm up here. And so he's like, all right, well, let's pray again. And so we like continue praying, continue praying. And I'm just sitting there like, Lord, let me feel something. So I don't have to lie to this guy or I've, I've been there. I, I know. Oh. If I lied to him and said that I, I did have it all settled when I didn't, then I would have even more anxiety about lying. Right. Yes. So, mm. And then he wouldn't let me go until I lied to him basically. And this was, this was, you know, sure. Yeah, they they will not take no for an answer. They they yes, I've been in those situations. Yeah. Uh, wow. So then, uh, you know, and by this time, everybody else has already gone to their seats, and I feel like all eyes were on me. I, I and so by the third time, he said, "Nicole, do you have it settled?" Oh wait, no, the second time he said, "Nicole, do you have it settled?" And I said, "I don't know." And he goes, "You don't know." Mm. And he he addressed the entire congregation. He said, "Let's all pray for Nicole." This is not just some girl. This is one of mine. Let's all rally and pray with her. And I, not only was everybody thinking of me, which made me very uncomfortable, they were also knowing that I was struggling up there. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, after the third time of saying, do you have a settle? And I said, I don't know. He said, all right, well, that's all we can do for today. And basically dismissed the altar call. Wow. Um, so I went back to my seat and freaking out. Sure. Um, I, and um, it ended up when I got home, I asked my best friend's mom at the time. I said, we have to go church shopping. We have to. And the first church we went to was the church I'm attending now. And I will never look back. Yeah. Never look. I walked in with a ring on my finger, which whoo, I was still, uh, uh, you know, an attendant of the Bible college. So whoo, that was a no, no, right. Right. Church, which that's a no, no, that's a no, no. Yeah. I go, I go to one myself there. There's a no, no. <laughs> so, um, and I forgot the ring was on my finger and it was like this, like, oh, and they were preaching love at us. It wasn't condemnation. It was, it was all love. It wasn't that, you know, if you do this, you're going to go to hell. It's you get to experience Jesus and go to heaven. It was all good news. It was all out of love. Mm-hmm. And there I recommitted my life back to the Lord. And I started working on the bitterness and hatred. 
towards the CHM because it wasn't just that preacher. It was everybody. Sure. Yeah. It was grandparents. It was my mom. It was uh, my old pastor, my current pastor. It, it was it was all these people, the people that called me not marriage material, the people that would never talk to me when there was somebody else around. It was like all of these different people that I had held all these grudges and bitterness against that I had to start forgiving. Right. And I think the biggest like aha moment for me was I went out to eat with my grandpa who, um, you know, was one of the spiritual parents. And he said, you know, why did you leave? And I told him that story that I just shared. And he said, now, do you blame that? Do you say that that is the reason why you left the CHM? And I said, you know, just basically like I've held a lot of bitterness against it. I held a lot of bitterness against him for saying, beware sheep's clothing. When I started going to the church I'm going to now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I said, I don't think that that is the reason, but the Lord used it to show me that I was in an unsafe place. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it, it, yeah. And Hey, I forgot to say this at the very beginning. <laughs> the reason that I'm coming on here is not to belittle or shame or disrespect or like put that out there. That's why I'm not using names. That's why I'm not saying the Bible college that I'm going to, because my intention is to come on here and say what you said, you are not alone. If you have a depression and you're terrified to take medication, talk to somebody because that's, I, put off taking medication for my depression and anxiety for years mm-hmm. because the Lord was supposed to take care of it. But if yeah. I would pray yeah. hard enough, the Lord would take it away. Oh, yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. Like I, w- I want to do like a mental health episode with you. I think it'd be fun. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's there something was, that, that is not addressed very much at all. It's, it's so underaddressed in the CHM. Yeah. Um, when at the conference that we went to with the women's conference, a great story, they were talking about how people, so many people are str- struggling and they're suffering in silence. Yes. Yes. And I, I was like, I never let that, that I never forgot that suffering in silence. That is so true. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, go ahead. It's so, tr- it's, it's so true. So I, I, you know, I think I've started addressing that bitterness and, and that's one of the reasons too, why I was scared to come on here is, is because I am I am nervous about you know what people are going to say because I'm I'm just on this broadcast yeah you know mm-hmm. like so it's it's almost like the community that I have inside of the CHM I want to treat my story and treat them with enough respect so that they know that I'm doing this out of a place to share what I've been through not to slander or to you know all that kind of stuff absolutely um, yep absolutely and that's something too that I. I feel like that I'm not clear enough on or don't say enough. I know good people in that movement and I don't, I have no desire to slander them or make them feel bad or, you know, to disrespect them. But uh, in the end, the truth has to be told and has to be stood for. So trying to find that balance can be challenging, but I think you're doing a good job of it. Thank you. That's the nicest thing you've said to me all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest thing I've said. Oh, oh geez. Nicole, you've got a you've got a really good story. I, I really enjoyed hearing that. I think it's unique too. It's yeah. it's a unique story. I've never 
really heard one from from quite that perspective which you talked you know you talked how you were let out of it and stuff and it's um i think there's a lot of people can benefit from what you got to say i know you mentioned in the past about starting a podcast i'm telling you you ought to do it yep uh, if uh, we can do it you can do it yeah. <laughs> i don't want to do it by myself man that's all right. Well, you just got to find it. I'm sure you know there's more people out there. There's uh... Find your people and then go off of that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Find your people and go off of that. The thing is, you got to find somebody that's crazy like Kanan. You have to find a Kanan for your show. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. wait, wait. Find, I'll find someone crazy and then, uh, and then we'll fall in love. It'll be a love story. <laughs> hey, you never know. Well, that's what happened to me and Kanan. Everybody yeah, knows that. see? <laughs> And I was going to say, I can't share Mariah with you. I'm sorry. She's already mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's been good. It's been great. You goodness? I am very tired. I'm ready to go get my baby. You are getting tired of it. I am. I'm getting tired. I'm sorry. Once again, uh, thank you, Nicole, very much for coming on. If anybody wants to write us, uh, wants to comment on the episode, uh, send us an email at hibbityroadcast at AOL.com. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, places like that. And if you would like to be on the show, just let us know, yeah, too. Yeah, let us know. Good you Lord. can be in uh, Nicole. It was super easy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, and we bashed everybody all day long, right? That's all we do. Yes. We sit there and hate on everybody. That's what they tell us. And keep leaving us those negative reviews, and we'll keep reading them on here. Yes, and uh, letting you know what we think. We need content. <laughs> I love you all. Absolutely, we do not. Jesus we got way you. too much stuff. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>